Welcome to the Miss Mindset Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you master your mind so that you can up-level your life and live with confidence, passion and fulfilment. My name is Brianna. I'm a law school graduate, teacher, teen mentor, mindset and transformation coach, bookworm, fitness junkie and student of life obsessed with learning and sharing everything there is to know about the art and science of happiness. Having worked in both the corporate and educational world, I became somewhat frustrated at the fact that we are never taught how to use our most important tool, our mind, to master emotional well-being and use it to thrive, not just to survive. My intention for this podcast is to give you the strategies, tools, encouragement and guests who will help you to rewire your mind so that you can find your version of success and live with a fulfilled mind, body and soul. Welcome back to episode number five and February. Like, oh, it blows my mind. I don't know about anyone else, but the fact that it's February 2020 already is just mind blowing. Um, I don't know about anyone else. Actually, I do know about quite a lot of people. January was um, the death of Kobe Bryant really shook me I know personally and a lot of other people and was just another horrid tragic reminder um, to really never take a day for granted and to appreciate the really small things in life Um, I know it's just so horrible that it takes something like that sometimes to make us stop and reflect um it really made me reflect and I was thinking about the fact that like death is something that we all avoid ever thinking about because it's it's this horrible thing and I guess we just assume that it's something all of us will experience later and our loved ones it's later 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 and we never like all of us are going to die and we just assume and hope and pray that it will be after a long and fulfilled life but that's not a given it's it's not and so every day when you wake up that's a gift and every day that your loved ones around you are there that's a gift and I think we just get so caught up in the motions of life that we forget that I know it was another shake up for me just to remind me genuinely like (laughs) I'm quite annoying my partner will definitely vouch for this but every night mostly when he's just about to fall asleep I'll ask him to tell me what he's grateful for um, from that day and it is something that I try to do every night and to embed that gratitude into my mind sorry into my mindset and I do it again in the morning and the thing is like I do genuinely believe if you've woken up in the morning that's a gift like that's the first thing to be grateful for you're here you're alive you've got another opportunity and that's an opportunity taken from many So just be grateful for that. You're alive and you can choose again every single day to be, do, have, whatever you want. I do truly believe that. So that's a little bit of a side rant from me, just my thoughts from January. Um, 
And I'm going to, it did actually lead me to think about this whole podcast episode in a lot more depth and that's living consciously. So something, living on purpose, living consciously, I'd say they're quite interchangeable. It's something that I find when I see people who they will talk to me about feeling really dissatisfied or depressed or unfulfilled Usually it's something that can be fixed with bringing awareness to where's the gap between where you currently are and where you want to be. And usually that actually is just bringing awareness, bringing awareness. So living consciously, actually making informed decisions about every single thing in your life. Living consciously to me is living your life by design and not by default and living in the driver's seat, not just being a passenger in your life and sort of going through the motions. To me, it means you're not settling for anything. You're creating the circumstances you want and you're actively deciding what your life is going to look like. And living consciously or living on purpose or living by design, it it translates into every every single section of your life. You can live by design in your career. You can live by design or live consciously in your relationships. You can live by design with your money and how much money you desire or want to bring into your life. You can think about your health consciously. All of these things you have to bring your attention to and really consider what it is you want. When we sort of get caught up in the motions of life and we're on the hamster wheel and we've been conditioned through repetition, through programming, through the media, through our situation, circumstances, our upbringing, it's very easy to start living on autopilot. And so you start living by default. You live by default, meaning you do the things you've always done because that's all you remember, or you do the things you've always done because you've never considered another option because you're living on autopilot, you're living unconsciously, you're not actually living with consciousness. So, and this is where like you see so many people who they could wake up at 30, 40, 50 years old and they might say, look at their job and say, what the F, I hate my job. I've hated my job for five years. I never wanted to be a X, Y, Z. Or I'm still working nine to five or I'm still working shift work. I hate shift work. Why am I still doing this? Or they wake up one day and they have a marriage breakdown because all of a sudden they wake up and think, I don't want this life that we've created. I never wanted this. We don't even talk. You're not my best friend anymore. And Or you could find you're hanging out, for example. One thing that I see a lot of is you even sort of associate with the same people, the same friendship circles, the same behaviors, activities, whatever it is, simply because it's kind of out of just habit or it's out of loyalty. Even if maybe, say, for example, using a friendship group, I don't know. I just see these people because we went to school together or we went to uni together and 
I don't know, I've just never really considered making new friends, even if we're different these days. Or (laughs) for my example, often it was very, uh, I can relate to the career thing where I was working in a law firm or quite a few different sort of um, gigs where I would just be like, I didn't want this. Like, I don't know if I ever wanted to work in a law firm. I just went through the motions and accepted the ideas or the expectations of society that were placed on me. Like you did well at school, you can't just do this or you were very academic, therefore you better do law or medicine or what, you know what I mean? It's like, think about it honestly. There are countries out there in the world where they don't have the freedom to consciously decide on their life. People out there, especially women who out there in the world, they don't have the freedom to decide and design their life. They don't have the freedom to study what they want or to marry who they want or to live how they want, to dress how they want. We have got so much freedom And yet we sometimes don't even use it. We just go through the motions. And then we look at people in these other situations in other countries, for example, they don't have those freedoms. And we look at that and think that must be horrible. They must be so dissatisfied. They must be so depressed. And sometimes we don't realize that that could actually be us that's not living on purpose. So when I say living on purpose, it means consciously deciding what you want for your life, for your career, for your relationships, for your body, for your health, for your every single thing. What do I want and how do I get there? How do I bridge that gap between then, sorry, between where I am now and where I want to be? And so we look at these people, these people that are and I'm using air quotes here, we look at people who are successful and we go, oh, they're lucky. They're so lucky. This person who has this amazing relationship, oh, so lucky. This person who has the dream house or has amazing assets or income and we're like, oh, they're so lucky or traveling the world, they're so lucky. They're not lucky. They're intentional. They're living with intention and they are designing their life, bringing awareness to what they want and reverse engineering it. I remember, oh, I used to get so frustrated. I remember when I was 21, 22, And I was traveling, I was on an around the world ticket with my best friend. And so many people we met were like, oh, you guys are so lucky. And it used to just grind my gears because I was like, this is not luck. It wasn't luck that made me work three jobs while I was studying. I was scrubbing toilets. I was going out or not going out on weekends or going out with $10 because I was saving. It was a conscious decision where I made I made the choice and worked towards it because I wanted to travel and so I wasn't lucky to be on an around the world trip I created the circumstance so people who live consciously create the circumstances that they desire and they don't just act as a result or as a as a result of the situation sorry around them and Honestly, from a well-being perspective, there are so many studies that correlate happiness, fulfillment, well-being and actual physical health 
with uh, people who are living with a real sense of purpose and a real conscious design of their life. Um, Some of the studies that I have looked at, actually, one that blew my mind was that um, it came from Harvard and they were looking at cardiovascular deaths and they found that there was 20% less cardiovascular deaths with people who had a sense of purpose in their life. Another thing that I find just mind-boggling is how 53%, I think in the US to be fair, I'm not sure about Australia, but in America, it's reported that 53% of people are actually really unhappy at work. And maybe they never really figured out their purpose or they just ended up there because it was the expectation or they never actually sat and considered what they wanted so then there's discomfort and there's dissatisfaction so living with a sense of purpose actually supports emotional well-being it it supports physical health and it's just overall going to create more fulfillment in your life so I have a few step-by-step strategies for how to actually bring conscious attention to designing a life that you're a little bit more satisfied with. And the first step and the most important thing is to actually get clear. What do I want for my life? Like what friendships do I want to have? What kind of relationships do I want? What job do I want? Why am I working this job? Did I actually consciously decide this? How do I want my health to be? Do Am I happy to be, you know, maybe okay to run a few hundred meters or would I prefer to be really active and engaged with my kids and to be able to run? I'm just throwing out examples. Do I, have I ever considered a life of travel? Would I like to travel? Have I just sort of gone through life thinking, oh, no, I can't do that because X, Y, Z. And every single thing in your life, bring some conscious attention to it and ask questions. What do I want? One of the questions that I find really helpful for clients and for even for myself, I use this all the time. Ask yourself this at the end of my life how do I want my obituary to sound? And it might be a little bit morbid, I guess, but what do I want my life to look like? What do I want people to say about me? What do I want my relationships with other people to feel like? How do I want to live my life so that when it's over, I can feel really satisfied and happy knowing that I had a a sense of purpose. I achieved the things that I wanted to achieve. I learned things. I had meaningful relationships, whatever it means for you. And the other thing that you might find helpful is to actually set up what I call like you can do it either in quadrants. So there's a quadrant sheet you can do where you like fold a piece of paper in half and then in half again And you can compartmentalize different sections of your life. For example, you might have uh, health, you might have finances, career, and maybe relationships or whatever they, whatever is sort of speaking to you. Divide your life into different sections and really just journal out like what sorts of things do you want for yourself? 
how get crystal clear where am I now and what is the gap between where I actually would prefer to be so it really helps to get crystal clear on different sections of your life and what you really want them to look like and then fill in the gaps once you've gotten crystal clear then you can reverse engineer those things and this is where you change you fill the gap so say for example health wise you were like you know what I actually am not okay with where I'm at right now I've let myself get unfit I'm falling into bad habits etc etc maybe you reverse engineer a goal of I want to be able to run half a marathon and like let's be honest if you've come from not running you're not going to do that straight away so you reverse engineer and you create daily action steps which progress with intention towards a higher goal so you can create daily incremental steps and actions towards this goal or this conscious decision about something that you want for yourself if you decide I actually like I really want a partner and that partner needs to be someone that I seriously communicate with openly Maybe you're going to have to reverse engineer a few dates, maybe for you to actually really consider you want open, honest, vulnerable communication. Maybe you've got to start putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and being open to rejection even. I've said before, I don't believe rejection's rejection, it's redirection. But anyway, reverse engineer and start living consciously. When I thought I want to go on a around the world trip, We literally, I still remember it was sitting on the beach and we were like, let's just book it. We didn't really have much money. We were, well, I was a uni student and we just booked the ticket and then reverse engineered how much money I'd need per week, per month and work towards the goal and live with intention. So when you're traveling around the world and people say, oh, you're so lucky. No, I'm not lucky. I'm intentional. I designed this. It wasn't default. I wasn't given a wad of cash. So that's number two, reverse engineer after you've gotten super crystal clear about the things that you want to strive towards and the things you want to consciously bring your attention to. Then this one's awesome. This, oh, guys, I nerd out on this stuff. So you know I love talking about the conscious and the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the thing you need to make friends with. Your subconscious mind is the thing that actually controls over 96% of your actions, thoughts, behaviors, and therefore results, which means get this embedded into your subconscious mind. And there's so many ways to do this. You can embed things into your subconscious mind either through repetition. Repetition is the first law of learning and it is so important. Repetition is so good for embedding things into your subconscious mind or through impact, through getting emotionally involved in your goals. So some ways that you can do this is I like to have Sundays, for example, as your reflection day. When you've gotten really crystal clear, you've got to get real with yourself on a Sunday or on whatever day that works for you. Have I actually moved towards this intention? Have I or how am I going to do a little bit better this week? Um, So that can be your reflection for um, 
really being honest with yourself. And another thing for embedding things into your subconscious is to have little reminders for yourself about your intentions where you're going to see them daily and repetitively. So let's say um, on a post-it note in your mirror, how many times a day are you putting on your makeup for work or brushing your teeth or getting ready? You're going to see that post-it note and it could be as small as like for me to give an example in January, my intention was to be more present. I am someone who very type A, very go, go, go. And even when I'm with people (laughs) in a physical environment, often mentally I'm elsewhere. So I have really set the intention for myself to be more present in January and it was on my calendar which is next to my mirror so I see that every single night when I cross off another day and every single morning it says be present the other thing that you can do is put it on the back of your door and so every time you leave the house in the morning you see your keywords maybe it's um be more active or be more kind or whatever your intention your goal is have that somewhere you see it all the time. Another one that I really love is to have your calendar either next to your bed or like I said in your bathroom so that every day when you're crossing off days or you're planning you have these little daily reminders for yourself and it might just be keywords which propel you further to your intentional goals that you've set. The other thing in the morning is to set intentions Set yourself intentions and set aside some time to really get crystal clear about how you're going to live intentionally this day. How do I want to show up? How do I want my health and fitness to be? What was the goal I set for myself or what is the gap I'm trying to fill to be closer to where I want? And then every morning, really set aside some time to set those intentions and meditate like meditation, something, again, it's one of my goals for this year is to really bring more attention to it, but meditate on those things. Think about how I want to show up. What is the future me like and how can I live consciously to be more like that version of me? So another, the final thing, and I sort of mentioned that Sundays is reflecting and being really honest with how you're moving the needle towards your conscious, your conscious living and your conscious goals for yourself is Sundays reflect and be real. Maybe at the beginning of each month, like I said, January for me, the word that I kept reminding myself of was presence. I'm going to be present. I'm going to be present. And I saw it everywhere in January and I had to keep reminding myself back to the present, back to the present. February, it's the 1st of February today. I'm about to sit with my calendar and write some new intentions and get really conscious and decide with purpose how I want to show up. I still want to be present, but I might have a couple other things or key words for this month that will help me live every day with a little bit more intention moving towards something that I'm aiming for. So reflect whether that's Sundays, whether that's setting intentions at the beginning of your month, all of these things, and it's been shown through studies and studies and books and all of the research, very successful people, they're very, very self-aware. So they not only know where they're going, 
but they look back on how they're tracking and they make changes if need be. Successful people do not live on autopilot. They do not live subconsciously or, sorry, they don't live unconsciously. They sit with themselves and decide where they want to go and then backtrack to get there and reflect, reflect, reflect. They're honest with themselves and they decide. So I think that pretty much wraps it up. I really just think this is one that can avoid so much dissatisfaction and you don't want to be that person that wakes up at 50 or 60 and has a crisis and thinks, oh, this is not the life I want. You don't want to wait until you're nearly dead to start living or until you have a scare that makes you live the life you want. Why not start making small little action steps towards a life that you want but that means giving attention to it and when you really allow time to give attention to what you want and to where you want to be you create a sense of purpose fulfillment and that creates a sense of well-being I hope that helps I always feel again like I have to say again thank you so so much I totally understand how much information is out there a lot because I get overwhelmed by it too. So if you're listening, thank you so much and please continue reaching out for me. I actually do have some uh, client openings coming up at the end of March for coaching clients. So if you would like to get in touch, just DM me. It's Miss Mindset underscore or you can email me at Brianna May at MissMindset.net. So have a really awesome February. Um, I will be back again next week. And next week, uh, actually, I'll leave that as a surprise. Next week will be a surprise. Have an awesome week, an awesome February. And try using, maybe just for now, do the quadrant exercise. Divide your life into four sections. Think about what exactly you want and how you can move the needle. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Miss Mindset podcast. If this is something that you feel could help a loved one, please feel free to share. You can also follow me on Instagram at missmindset underscore or subscribe to my weekly email, which is at www.missmindset.net. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And please remember, you have a mind and you can use it to thrive. You were not put here just to survive.